Hunt, hunt, run, march. Save the booty. After him. He has the gun. Finger discount, dude. Welcome to Four Figure Discount, proudly brought to you by popculture.com.au. I am Dando. I am Mitch. Today we're here to review... I forgot to put the microphone up to my face. <laughs> Just a little insight to the <laughs> listeners. I, I had that down... You very nearly... This is what you would have heard. Do that again. Welcome to Four Finger Discount, proudly brought to you by popculture.com.au. I am Dando. I am Mitch. And so today did we... that register at all? I could. Well, I, well, you're in the same room, so yeah. I'm not quite sure. You're wearing your noise cancelling headphones, though. Yes. So yeah. Can you hear me on the outside, or is try it, it again? On try the it again. Try it again. Speak. I am Mitch. I can hear you. Okay. Good microphone. Can Can you hear me if I, given their noise cancelling, can you hear me if I just do this? God, <laughs> I thought I'm gonna let him go. I got dizzy. <laughs> God, so I hope you all enjoyed that because <laughs> <laughs> podcast is over. <laughs> Today we're here to review Homer Bad Man, one that you've been very excited for. I wonder how many people thought like North Korea fired the bomb. <laughs> that was that was the last thing they heard. What'd you say? Sorry, something about a podcast. What are we doing? Homer Bad Man. Yes. God, what an episode. It is very great. This, for me, is as epic as a Simpsons episode can get. Really? That, you like it that much? The candy convention is so great, but I like that this has the perfect blend of, I mean, ridiculous comedy and, like, you know, the the candy so sour that it, in, uh, what's the word? In, face, it inverts yeah. Homer's face, but not, like, not full-blown ridiculous and people disappearing and Leonard Nimoy being beamed up and all that sort of stuff. Like, it's just far enough that it's brilliant that anyone can enjoy like some sometimes when the simpsons go with reality breaking jokes i feel like you need a very particular style of sense of humor to be able to suspend your disbelief and go with it whereas this is all you know it's not too much of a leap how do you think they handle the satire of really really well very well it's not just sexual harassment it's It's more tv in general it's trial by media was largely what they were going for this was if it was certainly pitched at the time that the uh, oj simpson trial was going yeah so that was it's not like it was a direct parody of OJ, but it was very much that thing in the back of their minds of with, and it's worse now with 24-7 media coverage that any morsel can be used to try and hang somebody. And that's very much, you know, media just go nuts with chasing Homer. Yeah. Um, what, what what are your thoughts on the episode? Because well, you were surprised by me saying that... I didn't like it as... Not that I don't like it. I didn't like it as much as you do. You clearly love this. It didn't make your top five in the book though. No, it didn't. Would it make your but top that, 10 episodes? I think it would be Do you love the close. episode or do you just love what it does? What it represents. Um, I just you're always a big, bigger fan of the really, satire episodes. Than I think I it's am. just really great writing from start to finish. There's yeah, no, it it's it's another one of those episodes where there's no real filler material. Like everything's very funny, and it it's fresh. Like it tackles some things that haven't been tackled before. And you've also got like there's been plenty of times where Homer's been defending himself when he's genuinely done something wrong. This isn't one of those times. Like he's innocent in all of this so it's a nice dynamic to see homer the innocent party trying to redeem himself rather than homer the guilty trying to redeem that's what i was gonna say did you feel sorry for homer throughout the episode because i surely did yeah Yeah. of course like you know the guy was just in a candy trance he didn't know what he was doing for me though the perfect simpsons episode has to be one that appeals to both adults and children i don't think this one appeals to children too much um a lot a lot of the humor Kids wouldn't understand. They might enjoy watching it, but they mm. wouldn't understand what they're watching. Yeah, that's a fair. Not which is not w- very young kids. You've probably got to be thirteen. Te- teen, teens, yeah, yeah. I, I feel that's why they had Homer explaining sexual harassment to the kids because the kids in this episode represent younger viewers because yeah. they probably had no idea what was going on. Yeah, South Park would later do it with sexual harassment panda. <laughs> I have not seen that episode. Is it fantastic? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it's one of the earlier South Park episodes, but he has a great sh- it's sexual harassment. Panda. Um, you know the dinosaurs, Jim Henson's dinosaurs from yeah. the 90s? They had an episode 
a, a guy called Sexual Har- Sexual Harris because his name was oh. Harris, but he always made sexual jokes to the women at work. Okay. So he said something, and the whole thing is what Sexual Harris meant. Ah, yeah, okay. Clever. Dinosaurs, underrated sitcom. <laughs> I love dinosaurs. It's so great. Um, what was your favourite moment from this episode, Homer Badman? Yeah, uh, see you in Hell Candy Boys. Yeah? Yes. I thought that's not the go-to one, though. Yeah, well, I don't care. <laughs> I just <laughs> I like it too much. It's because you love die-hard films? Um... Yeah, I did, Bruce Willis I did read. That's what it's like, meant to be a takeoff of. A takeoff of Bruce. I'm, I think that's like a general generalization. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure like someone probably said it on an audio commentary, but it's not specifically that. Um, it's That was the epic moment that I referred to, though. Like, that's so goddamn good. That's I the one that's always it. on the posters when it's talking yeah. like the. It's the one that I yell out yeah. whenever I walk into a. Uh, I, well, Convention of any kind? I was going to say candy store, but I feel disingenuous saying candy when I'm an Australian. But yeah, anyway. we don't say candy at all. No. Yeah. My favourite moment is the... I never met Homer Simpson. I, I don't know him. But it just starts crying. Your I can't te- go on. <laughs> your, your tears say more than real evidence ever could. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> and Homer, the way he plans to resolve this whole thing, yeah. is living under the sea. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> the other thing that I was going to say was the sexual tent. Oh, sorry, the oxygen the oxy- tent. I, I, I was going to go to that. He believes gives him sexual powers. What I liked about that moment was the, the animation of Homer slipping. Yeah. The, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> so, new titles. Uh, new titles. I am going with sex, candy, and videotape. Cool. That's really good. I've got sexual peeling. Peeling? Because he peels it off of her ass. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Yep. Good. And just Candyman. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> If you say Candyman five times in front of a mirror, Homer Simpson grabs you on the butt. Yes, that's exactly that's how right. it works. Um, I took to... I'm going to do this now instead of at the end. I took to Twitter today uh, to yeah, ask can. people how far they have gone for candy. Follow us on Twitter at Four Finger Pod. Um, at Harrison R. Fox simply uh, replied with a photo of Homer. Just <laughs> which I was a fan of. Um at Dankmas, he's a new one, uh, rented his bike to a friend for two bucks for an entire week because he wanted a Snickers. At Andy McEwen, did a Vox Pop on uh, TV. Um, Vox Pops are those interviews for people who don't know. I know, know. I I know you do, do. For, for listeners <laughs> that aren't aware of what a Vox Pop might be. It's when you stopped on the street, a couple of questions. He did it purely because he wanted some candy from a, t- a tin. And at <laughs> Will's... Specifically a tin. At Will's Wiz 1... Snapped out my Blue Eyes White Dragon Yu-Gi-Oh card. Now, is that an important card? I would assume so. Okay. Maybe swapping it. For one, Something candy For was. one single bar Ooh. of a Twix. Not the, not the two. <laughs> not the two. Just one. <laughs> a broken and a half timeout. Which is Twi- pretty great. Twix was never a chocolate that, I, that appealed to me. Yeah, It was okay. too chewy. I always liked the Twix. I liked the combinations of the chewy and the crunch. And the it just... Mm. You had the, the chocolate and the caramel was working in... In perfect tandem with each other, Twix, twi- Twix twi- with a vanilla Coke. That was my go-to recess really? um, snack when I was like fifteen. Twirl was my jam. I love Twirls yeah, to okay. this day. My recess food was cheese and bacon roll with a hash brown in the middle. Yeah, che- uh, yeah, okay, good. I, I do that at McDonald's now. Um, Can you get cheese like- and bacon rolls? Oh, sorry, no. Oh, cheese and bacon roll. My idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking. Cheese and McDonald's have lifted up their game. I, I was thinking of the cheese and bacon. Sorry, cheese, bacon, and egg. McMuffin, yeah, with the hash brown, but no cheese and bacon roll with hash brown. I like that. Everyone ate that; it was the best. Um, they were like the ghost oh, drops. Twirl. Sorry, you mentioned twirl. Yeah, yeah, so for, twirl. I, I don't know if I if twirl is sold overseas, but twirl is you've got all the goodness of Cadbury's flake, where you've got nice little pockets of air within the wafery thin chocolate, but it's encased in a thick layer of chocolate, so it doesn't crumble all over you when you bite into it. Do you know in England their Cadbury is different? Well, that's just not right. Because we have more or less... I'm not sure what it is. More or less wax so that it doesn't melt in the hot weather. Mm. And their Cadbury is just not as good, but Nicola swears by it. You go there, they just do not like our chocolate. Yeah, but they like Marmite instead of Vegemite as well. It's a backwards country. Hey, hey, I was a Marmite man when I was a kid. Really? Marmite boy. Good Lord. <laughs> now, before we start the review, there's one epic candy story that I have that... Uh, not for the mailbag? No, 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 it's not a mailbag. No, it's not from my life either. It's just something that it's it's available online. Are you aware of the Haribo gummy bears? They're the worst. Yes. Apparently they are. I've never had one. Nicola loves them. Oh, really? They're terrible. How many did she eat in any one go, Dando? Oh, I refuse to have them. And was she trying to lose weight at the time? I have no idea. Because you can jump on Amazon and look up uh, Haribo five-pound gummy bears. Yep. And you will get review after review along these lines, but this is by far the cream of the crop. I'll give you the shortened version. One star, just don't unless it's a gift for someone you hate. 
first of all, I would rate the... the I wrote that review. <laughs> for the taste, I would rate these a five. So good. Soft, true to taste fruit flavors like the sugar variety. I was a, uh, I was a happy camper. But, or should I say, but, two teas. Not long after eating 20 of these, all hell broke loose. I had gastrointestinal experience like nothing I've ever imagined. Cramps, sweating, bloating beyond my worst nightmare. I've had food poisoning from some bad shellfish, and that was almost like a skip in the park compared to what was going on inside me. Then came the uh, flatulence. Heavens to Murkatroyd. The sounds like trumpets calling demons back to hell. The stench like a thousand rotten corpses vomited. I couldn't stand to stay in one room for fear of succumbing to my own odours. <laughs> succumbing. But wait, there's more. What came out of me felt like someone tried to funnel Niagara Falls through a coffee straw. I swear my stop this review? I swear my sphincters were screaming. It felt like a delicate starfish was gaping more was a gaping more projectile vomiting a torrential flood of toxic waste. This is on Amazon. Oh, yes. One hundred percent flammable liquid, napalm. It was actually a little bit humorous for a nanosecond, and it was just beyond anything I could imagine possible. And it went on for hours. Good lord. How did the so, person listen to the show? The next review, five stars. There will be blood. <laughs> That's it. This is yes. Oh, uh, it, it's yeah. So we get the gist anyway. But I yeah, would love not good. I would love for people to try that and confirm. Haribo, yeah. Don't don't. I wouldn't <laughs> wish it upon anybody. It's terrible. But you go to England. That's all they have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway. So it's trivia. How, they, how Tri- they stay thin? Yes. Trivia for this week. I've got quite a few questions. I think I have five or so. I'm sure there'll be double ups. I'll kick off <clears throat> then because I've got a few more. Mm-hmm. Uh, what game does the babysitter combat with? Ah, oh, God, I should really know that. It's, no, something about demons. Disemboweler 4. Disemboweler. I knew there was a D in there. Uh, what is the scientific name of the sour candy? <laughs> That's my next question. Ah, good. <laughs> I, I knew it would be one that you would have gone for, but I put it down anyway. 77X42. Because I was eight minutes in. I went, shit, I haven't written anything. <laughs> what is happening in room 11 of the convention center? Uh, alien testing. Candy-shaped rat poison convention. Uh, ooh. Okay. Um, that, that's the same day as the candy convention, obviously. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's a bad double booking to have yes. made. What crusty bar is advertised in the convention when Marge sits down? Uh, is it the... Clump? It is the clump. The one well I done. was going through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whose name gets read out at the convention center as they're walking in? We're, look- we're looking for um, somebody. Um, no. Mr. Goodbar. Okay. Uh, yeah, right. A little lame. Yeah. Um, ingredients. Uh, what are the ingredients of Homer's IED? Uh, so he's got the soda. Um, yeah, but what soda? I want specific. Buzz Cola? It is Buzz Cola. Buzz Cola. And there's like a, a popcorn thing. Ah, oh, I didn't look it up. I don't Pop know. rocks. Pop rocks, okay. That's the only two, right? He puts it over the yeah. top of the can? Yeah. Uh, what word makes... Tip home- mouse. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is... Uh, oh, uh, on the lawn. What is the title given to the person leading the protest? On the... Oh, no. The indignation coordinator. Where did... Who says that? Marge says that she spoke, spoke with the with indignation yeah. coordinator, which I loved. Is like, that the one that looks like Velma, do you think? Uh, the one that says, that's the oldest excuse in the book. Oh, I, I could be. I don't know. I mean, it happens off camera, yeah, so yeah, it's hard yeah, to tell. Yeah. But yeah, it is. I, I just love how organized they are. Yes. The, yeah, yeah. Like, and that's a very funny joke that plays out so much truer now, again, about people who, when something happens that had nothing to do with them, they're like, well, I'm going to get indignant yes. about this yeah, 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 yeah. and voice my opinions. <laughs> that isn't and it's Velma. a miracle that it hasn't happened on our show. <laughs> Um, it probably has. We could just choose to ignore. Well, no one's written in. Oh, they have. No, well, not, not that I've seen. Well, there's that one person you really offended. Yeah, but then I apologised yeah. and I explained, <laughs> yeah. and they went, "Oh, you're right. That's pretty funny." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so that like the only person that got indignant was indignant for a really short period of time, and then they saw reason. What time did Homer record his rock bottom interview? Ah, uh, five o'clock. Five p.m. Yep. Yes. Which, can I just interrupt, mm. really really bothers me every time I watch this episode. Why? He records it at 5pm, records one line. Then when you watch it, it's like sweet, 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 can, the clock's moving around to emphasize the gag. The yeah, right, true. But he recorded all at 5pm. Maybe we only saw one take. But he only recorded one line, because that's all we need, Mr. Simpson, thank you for your time. We've got everything we need. It's a fair point. Yeah. Why have the clock 5pm there in the first place? Mm. You just shouldn't have had it in shot. But still, he only recorded one line, so how could it be chopped up in the time change? Yep. Yep, no, you're right. 
as you said, it does just emphasise the, the joke. The joke, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a visual joke, yeah. yeah. Um, would have worked better had they implied that there had been a fair bit of time. Numerous takes, yes. Yeah. Which state won't Abe recognise? Missouri. Missouri. Yes. Missouri. But now, yes, Missouri. I tried to look up why. And <laughs> I think he just has a problem with Missouri. Yeah, but I tried to, because I didn't know where that was. Now, I looked up. It was something to do with slavery. It was something to do with slavery. Missouri. Well, I mean, they're part of the South. So. Yeah, but the, the, I couldn't find anything about why they were the last star on the flag or something or anything like that. Anything I don't think, were they the last star on the flag? Well, that's what the, the joke is. It's 49 stars. I won't recognize. So, does that mean to be before here? Before I mate? recognize Missouri, but I don't. Because no, there was a flag once I'm pretty sure Hawaii stars. is the 50th state Yeah, in America. yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Look so, yeah, so I, I think it's purely the joke that he's just chosen to remove one star yeah. for Missouri. Yeah, for whatever reason. Which most Yelp, uh, trip, uh, most Yelp reviews of America do the same thing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> America, <laughs> four out of five. Would have given five, but for Missouri. What is the name of the special about Homer? Ah, the TV it, special, it TV was... Movie. Starring the dude from NYPD Blue. Yeah, Sipowitz. Um, it uh, home, it, it's like Homer a Simpson. Disney film. Parody. Homer Simpson colon. No, no, no. Oh, uh, maybe it is. That, yeah, but the, yeah, the title yeah, yeah. is a Disney film. A something killer. No, no, um, no. It's, it's a Disney film. To plan a Disney film title. No, just I did a live action one. It's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't. think Just of did it. a live action film of it. What, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, but Babysitter and the Beast. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. If passed, what will Proposition three hundred four bring? What will it make happen? What will it make legal? What? Who says that? Uh, Brockman, uh, which if Proposition 304 is passed, which we hope it will, um, it's something about reporting facts. TV polls will be legally binding. Yeah, okay. Uh, what is the slogan of the public access TV station? What's got underneath the... It's public access television. You've been putting a lot more effort in trivia of late. Is this because fun. we're doing trivia nights? Well, it's fun. I like it. It's not fun. I don't know these. <laughs> it sucks when you don't know them. Um, home, home of the Bizarre Rant. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, and one more question. What is the nickname that the protesters have dubbed Homer? And he mentions it in his public access television speech. Hmm. No idea. Father Goose. Did I listen to I don't even know if I watched the episode. <laughs> so, before we get into the review, Mitch, should we mention that we've got trivia? We should. Yes. Uh, trivia is going to be on at the Spotted Mallard. In on Melbourne. What date? November 2nd. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be 7-ish, 7.30. About that. Something like that. Not many tickets Make left. sure you get there on time. Uh, but yeah, no book ahead uh, because the tickets are selling. They're available on stickytickets.com.au. Just type Seinfeld or Simpsons trivia. Mm-hmm. It's Worlds Are Colliding. That's yes. What the Worlds called. are, as in the, the letter R, yes. colliding. And uh, the superfluous... Uh, apostrophe in worlds has been, no, no, removed. It's been removed. Yeah, <laughs> after the first post on Facebook went up, and I saw that there was a possessive apostrophe apostrophe on worlds, and I went, "What the fuck have you done? <laughs> what is happening?" And then worlds will be colliding. And then he said, "Don't worry, we'll fix it." And then we put up the new one, and someone commented saying, "I appreciate that you guys removed the apostrophe." <laughs> Yes, we've teamed up with our friend Nick from Seinfeld's Best Bits Facebook page. Going to be doing Seinfeld and Simpsons Trivia Nights, November 2nd. Spotted Mallard in Melbourne. Tickets, stickytickets.com.au. He, he runs left. a very, very tight ship. He and does, we're going to yes. be doing our best not to fuck it up. Exactly right. But it's me, so I probably will be getting in the way a little bit of the tightness. Now, the original air date for Homer Badman was November 22nd, 1994. The chalkboard gag, I will not whittle hall passes out of soap. Mm. And the couch gag, the family chases the couch back and it just sort of disappears down a long hallway. Darren uh, Aronofsky once whittled a film poster out of soap for Fight Club. It wasn't Darren Aronofsky though, it was David Fincher. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I'm like, the name doesn't ring a... No. It's not right. Nerds will be writing in. I'm like, I don't... Oh, no, we got something wrong too in our movie review. Oh, yeah, no, I'll, Stranger I'll, Things. I'll get to that. Yeah, so I, I mentioned, <laughs> I mentioned the film Wreck as being. Oh, that's not the. That's not. What oh, I'm about. So oh, okay. Guy made a mistake. Guy, oh, guy made, made a mistake. mistake. Okay. By the way, guy, if you don't know, we did a review on our Patreon page for mm-hmm. it went for over an hour. New our new addition to the show is Guy Davis. He's a local movie reviewer. He's been in the business for nearly thirty years. He yes. knows his shit, but he doesn't know his Stranger Things. Because he says Stranger Things suffers from the, just because you can do that many episodes doesn't mean you should. Yeah. He said it went for 13 episodes. And I say, probably would have been perfect if it had gone for eight. Goes for eight episodes. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. 
Um, well, obviously, in guys' mind, it should have gone for six or seven. Yes. Uh, also on Patreon, I'll just clear it up, clear up the air here. I mentioned the horror film Rex. Uh, I mentioned that as being Japanese. Someone pointed out uh, correctly yeah. that that's actually a Spanish film. The reason I thought was thinking Japanese is because my friend was telling me about a Netflix J horror called uh, The Last Train to Buscan or something along those lines. So, apologies. And that was our top ten horror films podcast. Yeah. So that's all. Out of the way and clear and sorted. And also, right now, available will be our, a review of Homer's Enemy. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to hear our review of that, go to patreon.com slash fourfinger discount. For as low as $2, you get access to that review. Now, Homer Badman kicks off with Bart sorting through cereal. Mm. Did you ever do this as a kid? I was doing it when I was trying to find the toy. We never had... Yeah, I was going to say, we never had like Lucky Charms or any full-blown... No, no, no. ...like lolly cereal. The worst we ever had was Fruit, Fruit Loops, Loops and yeah, Cocoa yeah. Pops, and they're pretty uniform in what they're presenting. So. I hated when they had the, the toy in the middle of the box, though. If you're looking for a toy... I never cereal, really went looking too hard for the toy. Just waited for them to, to make their way out? Well, I think for the most part, we didn't buy... Like, my family never brought home cereal boxes with toys. At best, I would get Wheat Bix with playing cards. What, and cr- the cricket cards? Yeah, the cricket playing cards, and they would be on top of the box. Like, on the inside flap, so that it, was easy. It was always cricket cards over summer, and the rest of the year it was just, like, animals. And you're like, oh. oh, the rugby team. Yeah. The Wallabies. Ugh. Back when the, back when we cared about the Wallabies. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was weird here, too, that Lisa was also on board, on board with the health, unhealthy eating. Yeah, well, she's still a kid. That and it's true. not meat. So, it, you know. Well, she's not a vegetarian She's not yet. a vegetarian yet, either. No. But, yeah, you know, lollies are lollies. And Homer tells them about the convention that's coming up, the candy convention. Mm. Uh, and how he got the ticket. How did he get the ticket, Mitch? Well, a la Willy Wonka, just opened every wrapper possible. Well, the kids don't do that in Willy Wonka. Oh, they do in Willy Wonka, do they? I the, think there is at least one person. The, the, that just the goes rich girl gets her dad to get all the workers to go yeah, through. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, knew, I knew it was just, like, it's not a, a direct parody, but it's, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sure I've that seen That concept, this. yeah. Yeah. But Apu's just too polite. Yeah. To stop him. Please stop. Please be stopping now. <laughs> You'll have to, have to ask you again. Says that he wants Homer says he wants Marge to come, not the kids. That's mm. for the greater good. And this is a really great joke yeah. in that it sets it up as like I want to spend time with you, and like ah, oh, but you should take the kids. But they're so weak; yeah. <laughs> they can't carry as much candy as you. And the kids agree. Yeah, the best thing is for Marge to go. So Bart and Lisa start helping them out by sewing pockets onto Marge's jacket. All these yeah. extra pockets. Yeah. <laughs> And this, I heard a lot because she wouldn't, she didn't want to sit in a hollowed out wheelchair. wheelchair. I've never remembered that joke. That's really, really <laughs> funny. Um, like Homer's going to the same length to get candy out of this joint as people are to get people across the Mexican border. Yes, <laughs> that's basically <laughs> what's happening. The babysitter then arrives, and Lisa's very impressed because she's the girl that did a speech at a school about mm. uh, how. Women are not second Women class citizens. Women aren't second class citizens. And Radical thinking. <laughs> and they start the sexual har- harass- uh, sexual harassment gags here with Bart saying, don't leave us with this maniac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of those don't call us a chick chicks. Aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. did you pick up on the uh, very kind of sexual innuendo joke uh, in here? When me. she is t- teaching Lisa how to control Bart. Yeah. Um, you know, if you do a little bit of homework, you'd be able to play Disemboweler 4. Yep. Um, waves the cartridge around. He's like, nah, I'm not doing that. Wave, follows the cartridge, runs into the wall and yep. she says, what is the exact line? Males all follow their video cartridges. So mm. there's the pause on the mm. video cartridges. Obviously to Bart, that's what it is, but to men, dicks. Yeah. And <laughs> absolutely will work for 99% of men. Mm-hmm. It, like, if it's, no, I don't want to do the dishes, and then you get like a little bit out, of, you're like, oh. or like, no, no, not even quite boobs out, <laughs> but like a little bit of fingertip action on the thigh. I'm going, are you sure you don't want to do the dishes? He will be in there. Yeah. Dishes already done. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Licking them clean. Dishwasher installed <laughs> and a 90 minute cycle completed in yeah. two minutes. You don't know how it happens, but at the end of that two minutes, he's finished as the well. Miracles of life. <laughs> that at the convention, and Homer is happily walking past all the fat kids who are trying oh, to get in. Sorry, just quickly. I also yes. like, like Homer's excitement to drag Marge out of the house, leaving oh, yeah, her yeah, to yeah. just yell, there's also a baby also somewhere a baby. upstairs. Yeah, yeah. I love just all the fat kids trying to get in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just lo- loving life. It's like zombies trying to get over the wall. Yes, <laughs> like, that's true. This yeah. is the last sort of safe bastion. Homer's like some kid in... A kid in some kind of store. Mm. <laughs> then he just starts taking samples from absolutely everybody. This will be a pretty cool convention to go to. Oh, shit, yes. But you'd have to pace yourself because you'd get a sugar overload well, within 10 minutes. You'd hate to be full before you got to the funny lips. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand uses. <laughs> the best part I is love Homer when calling looks- his bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Name them. <laughs> Homer's not usually the one that does that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the way he looks up. 
<laughs> the ducks again. Well, you could use them as a hilarious substitute for your own lips. And go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then we get the sour candy. Mm. 77X42. Well, as you can see, I have created a lemon ball so sour, it can only be safely contained in a magnetic field. The candy known as 77X42 is great. Where the hell is the candy? How you doing, yo? This would be one of the more, more iconic visuals from the episode. Yeah. I think everyone remembers this. Yeah. And the, the gummy de Milo. The gummy Venus de Milo, carved by gummy artisans who work exclusively in the medium of gummy. Will you two stop saying gummy so much? Everyone would want to eat it. Well, what does, I was looking at that, really. Like, is it going to taste that different to any other gummy? No, but it's, it's carved. <laughs> Wait, it's carved. <laughs> I don't care what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what's so special about it? He's, he mentions it. I don't think anything. He just says that it's carved from... He says gummy a lot. Gummy artisans. Which means it's a big deal. But there's nothing about the flavour that's inherently different. They've just put a lot of effort into the design. There's only one of them in the world. I, yeah. So it's still going to taste like a green gummy bear. So savour it. Put it on eBay and sell it for $12,000. Remember that e- that uh, Nutri-Grain that looked like E.T.? Did you ever see that? No, I, no I never did so see that. So sort of for like, tens of thousands of dollars and then everyone realised that every Nutri-Grain looks like E.T. <laughs> Gold. <laughs> Marge uh, Marge's coat then explodes and Homer oh hang on we get sorry, uh, we is that something? before or after the celery oh the celery yeah. yes of course uh, you're going to have to put some sugar on that and yeah, get out yeah, man yeah. <laughs> uh, Marge's coat then explodes and Homer uses that as a decoy to steal the gummy Venus steal the gummy Venus de Milo which was clever in that Marge didn't want to go along with it she's like no I'm not going to be made a spectacle of and then inadvertently provides the best distraction she possibly can. Yep. And I love that all the candy conventioners just get on the floor and start picking up the candy. Yeah. It's like at Vegas when someone's chips has been knocked yeah. off a table. <laughs> <laughs> off we go. How embarrassing would that be, though? Well, would, would, no. Ash, would Ash come along to a can convention? You be, like- could you possibly be judged at a convention like that? That is true, yeah. It's like, you know... Is if you're at, thing as if you're at Sexpo and you find and a guy drops a bag and it's full of fifty pornos, you're not going to be like, "Oh my god, what a perv!" <laughs> <laughs> like it's just. Let me get your favorite moment from the episode. I'll let you explain what happens, Mitch. Uh, as they are on the run, what's um, Homer's line? <laughs> run, March, save the booty, save the booty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a brilliant bit of MacGyvering for yeah. Homer to to. To, like, to blow up the convention. Good effort for and, Marge, too, to be carrying all that candy and yeah, still get out. and get out of there on time. She's done very well for herself. She's but such just, a good wife, isn't she? She does not want to be there. No, but she goes along with it. She commits, <laughs> and she gets the booty home. Yes. and But I just love Homer's Homer's line. The delivery from Dan is so... Got, like it's, There are a few times that you get to deliver a great action hero line Over-the-top ridiculous life. one. Yeah. yeah. Back at home, and the kids are sorting through Marge's jacket. I love the way Marge looks when she sits down. She's just satisfied. She's done her job. Mm, yeah. She, she had, didn't want to be a part of it all, but she she was there. She got the shit done. Yeah. And now she can relate. I also really liked her giggling as the kids were crawling around inside yeah. the coat. Like, that was a nice moment of her embracing the fun. Yes. And, like, kids are happy. She's happy. There's candy everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what a life. <laughs> what more could you want? Homer's not happy, though, because he can't find he the can't Venus. He can't find the, the Venus. No, no, no. And the babysitter is in the car waiting. And she's apparently having the time of her life. Been out there for 20 minutes or something. Honking the horn. She's having the time of her life. (laughs) Homer then goes to drive her home Mm. and he just revolts her. Yeah. Set up very early the fact that she is a forward-thinking feminist and he is oafish and repulsive to her. Oh, a graduate student, huh? How come you guys can go to the moon but you can't make my shoes smell good? I'm sorry. Ah, nobody's blaming you. Hey. Could you take the wheel for a second? I have to scratch myself in two places at once. Just drop me off here. <gasps> Precious Venus. <gasps> Thank you. <sighs> He's almost gone full Gollum. Yes. <laughs> like, well, Gollum's gone full Homer then. One of the two, yeah. But did, did, did he say my precious in the book? He doesn't say my precious. He just says, oh, in the book, yeah. Yeah, precious is... Okay, is, so maybe know. this was a take yeah. on that. Yeah, I doubt it. But <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Next day, and the kids are now very sick, but they Marge suggests, we'll give it to the needy kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I always felt the day after oh, getting home from the show. Sorry, there's an important thing that we've missed after Homer. like An important bit of analysis in Homer's eating of the Venus de Milo. It's his thank you. Is it? Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Like, that is so crucial to Homer's innocence. 
he's, yeah. he's completely oblivious to the to the fact that she thinks he's grabbed her sweet can. Um, and, you know, he has no idea that anything could possibly be going wrong or the storm of protest that's about to hit his front lawn. And Homer thinks that all the noise is people from the candy convention coming back for their candy, but yeah. it's not. Well, particularly for the gummy. Yes, and... Uh, sorry, for the gummy Venus tomorrow. And it's much worse. It is much worse. It's an angry mob feminists. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't actually mean to do that, but I... It works. It's like, it's like the Christians. Yeah. <laughs> The protesters that are at the front. I have no problem with the feminist cause whatsoever. No. I feel like I need to throw that disclaimer out there. We but get, I will make fun of them. We'll As I'll make we'll fun of everybody. This episode. this episode does to an extent. Yeah, to an extent. Yeah. It makes fun of uh, the ones that kind of hijack a cause. Mm-hmm. Get back from commercial and the protesters are all at the front and Homer goes out to deny his guilt. Yeah, he's like, oh, that. No, I was just trying to get the, like, you know, just instantly he's like, oh, no, don't be silly. I wasn't trying to do that. But... The mob is seeing red. Yes. And will not be changed. That's the oldest excuse in the book. Oh, I was just trying to kill the <laughs> gummy finish the mother boom. There was one really full on sign in the protest crowd. You pinch we, we lynch. lynch yeah. yeah. Jesus. I know, right. Before then though, we get the Homer saying that he's he's innocent and they can't say tip mouse about giggling. Yep. Marge's line of some of their chants are very catchy and memorable. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bart doesn't understand the whole thing. Why would anyone want to touch a girl's butt? That's where cooties come Oh, hang on. Before that, the, before the, that. the very untimely wind. I'm a decent oh, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was always on commercials for Simpsons VHS tapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Any point when you just see bare ass in the Simpsons, it's always yeah. funny. Yes, it is. <laughs> they draw them so well. They're so... Two straight, all, two straight weeks? No, we, Bart's girlfriend, we got Willie's yeah. ass. All bare asses are so plump in the Simpsons. Except for Willie's. Uh, yeah, Willie's is tight. Taught. <laughs> and is that, is that the only tight ass? Flanders would have a tight ass. You would think, but it's not revealed until much later. You so don't know it's that. It's not the only thing that's revealed. You don't either. know that Flanders has got a good body until after Maud dies. No, no, no. From the the play. Oh, you're right. Sorry, yes. He's jacked in that. Yeah, you know, he's pretty ripped, <laughs> as Stanley calls him. So. As we were mentioning, Bart doesn't understand the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, so that's um, where they're sort of explaining it to the younger audience, I believe. Yeah, but but also in a dumbed down way. In, in a well, a dumbed down way, but in a, like you know, they take an example of something that's not sexual harassment and turn it into sexual harassment. But so, the dog turns out ad. the alligator was sexually harassing that woman. Yes, the dog Coppertone ad that Bart brings up. Mm. I looked this up. Oh yeah, and it's a picture of because Homer says that there's um. To an extent, or something along those mm-hmm. lines, it, it's it's sexual harassment to an extent. It's a, a dog pulling down the undies of a child, so maybe he means oh. it's partially pedophilia. You oh, you look at this picture and see what your thoughts are. All okay, right? over here. I can't imagine that they're making a pedophilia. You joke. wouldn't think so, but like mm. it, it's actually a small. I do know that ad now that you mentioned that. Like that, the banner in particular is very famous. Um. Well, it could even be a bestiality joke if you really want to go into it. Let's just say that like <laughs> the joke hangs on the fact that it could be a number of things, yes. but it doesn't commit to being any yes, of Yes, that's it. The protesters are now, have now built a shanty town at the front. And Homer says, I don't care, they can do you worse. And they follow Homer to work or they, in the car. Then at, that at was a work- great edit from the driveway to the freeway. Then to his workstation. Yeah. And Homer you- being so defeated that... And again, not being a jerk. Like, he's just, oh, that's okay. They're with me. Yeah. Like he just accepts what's going on. Yeah. And he's nothing you can do about it. This is why you really feel well, sorry for no, him. There is at one point. He could have kicked them out. <laughs> but he still chose not to. Like, that's that's the really telling. But I mean, no matter what he does, they're not going to go away. That's true. Homer then asks Marge for help in bed. The place where he usually gets good advice from Marge, whatever. Mm. And she just says, I can't help you. It's up to you. I can be support. You can rest your head on my shoulders, but I can't actually do anything about it because I've spoken to the... What's the title? The Indignation Coordinator. And no, there's not much that can be done. Not much that can be done at all. So what does he do? Uh, he panics. <laughs> yes, pretty much. <laughs> and he... he, he Praise asks, to God. Praise to God, yes. And gets a call from God. Free Jones. That's a good gag. <laughs> from Rock Bottom. Now, he goes to film the Rock Bottom interview, but as we mentioned at the start of the podcast, he only answers one question. They've got everything they need. Yes. Tabloid television. So, what's the closest thing we have to this, like, today, tonight? Um, 
Oh, today's an, yeah, but not quite not as over the top, I guess. Over the top. Do we have anything is. like this in Australia, or have we ever had anything like this in Australia? Off the top of my head, no. Nothing's ever gone quite this far. They like, do, but today t- tonight, they play the music and stuff. Today tonight did once pretend to be in um, one country while being in a different country. That like, is I true. I can't remember if it was Christopher Scase or if it was someone else. But, but was were, it a female? Uh, no, I mean the person they were following. Like, oh, okay. they were, they were, it might have been Skase that they pretended to be in Mallorca and they were actually somewhere else. What about, oh, it might have, been, might have been an American reporter where he pretended he was on the battlefront, like on the. On oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a, that turned into a real shitstorm. Yeah. Actually. I can't remember that guy's <laughs> Bad. name. Bad. Yeah. Uh, Fox News reporter from. Wait, oh, wait, was it the dude that hosted that um inside the, the, um, Oh shit! What was it called? Uh, the not inside the actor's studio. James Lipton. No, no. Does he ever <laughs> pretended to be over there? The, the vault tonight. The, who's the dude? That, the, We're here in Baghdad. Um, who's the leader of the, like, the gangsters in early New York? And they opened up his vault, and it turned out there was nothing in there. Not Capone. Al Capone's vault. Yeah, he wasn't in New York. He was in Chicago. But oh, whatever. Mm. But there was a, they did a, like a live vault opening. They found gotcha. his vault. Oh yeah. You, yeah, I remember us discussing that on a podcast. Yeah. I don't remember why. Yeah, but anyway. why would we discuss that? Don't oh, know. it wasn't Geraldo's fault. Yeah, right. Home with Barbershop Quartet. Yeah, okay. Anyway, way off track. I don't know, wait, yeah. <laughs> How did we get to the Like, other? that doesn't quite seem in any way relevant. <laughs> rock to bottom, rock bottom. So, oh, yeah, t- tabloid television, that's what we'll discuss. Yeah, okay, tabloid yeah. TV. Um, So, like, today, tonight, we'll do that old shonky repairman and, you know... Th- not paying rent like kick, kick and roll lady out of a house because she hasn't paid her rent like, yeah she didn't pay her rent yeah exactly she deserves to be like, kicked out well that's the opinion of cold corporations not helping out little Aussie battlers that's kind of the way it was like oh, I've just oh, I've just fallen on tough times so I haven't oh, you know they just don't want to give me a hand there's and, no jobs out there when was there's the last no time jobs. you paid your rent four years ago <laughs> that's kind of how it works <laughs> But they're playing nice music underneath them yeah. as they're speaking. Yeah. Mr. Robinson attempted to pay his rent at least twice over the four-year period, <laughs> but that wasn't enough for <laughs> Tony DiMarzo, the landlord. <laughs> well, well, mate, I fucking sent him some... Well, he wouldn't swear. Yeah. DiMarzo would be... He'd be like proper... Do, be do like, you care to comment? Do you care to comment? No, fuck off. Fuck no, off. No, no, no. I was going to be more like down the lines of... Well, I gave him letters. <laughs> I asked for the rent. He didn't pay the rent. He signed a lease. And he signed that all. lease three years ago. That lease expired a long time ago. He's been living in my house for free. I'm the victim here. And then cut off. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. mm. and then cuts the news board. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There'll be more of that. Troubling times indeed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> so Homer's now gathered the family around the television to watch his... His appearance he's, on Rock yeah, Bottom. He's him being to clear his name. Innocence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not and before we expose a sex farm for sex hookers. Outback. <laughs> Where do you keep the hookers? Outback. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's every like every massage parlor that's secretly operating as a rub and tuck. That's how it works. The best thing about like, the, one, the one in Can July. I get a rub and tuck? Well, no, we, we we only have masseuses. <laughs> Where do you keep the rug and tub girls? Outback. <laughs> The best thing about we have one in Geelong. It's called Merlin's, and it's a. Dress. We have a couple in Geelong, but Merlin's is one of them. The best one, the best thing about Merlin's, it's a dress. Do you know what number it is in Mallet uh, Street? Sixty nine. Sixty nine Mallet Street. Sixty nine Mallet Street. Well, it's called. It's the best. It's actually. I think it's not called Merlin's anymore. It's now called Sixty Nine Relaxation. Oh. Yeah, but it is located above a Chinese restaurant. Yes. That's my favorite part of it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought they were like a joint venture. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've spoken about... Come for the food. Have I spoken about going into... There's another fine establishment named Lorraine Star that I um, ventured into with a friend one night. And my friend was down in the dumps. I've ventured into Lorraine Star once. Okay. Um, didn't I, do anything. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't partake. <laughs> but he needed to and he needed some moral support. So I w- walked in and, and that sort of, you know, he uh, he did his business. While he was doing his business, I was shown to a waiting room and I spent the next... 20 or so minutes with three or four of the girls that weren't walk- working doing the Geelong Advertiser Super Quiz and watching Rage Rage, <laughs> Rage. three in the morning. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Nice women. I remember they made my friend, they had them all standing out in front of him and he had to pick which one. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, that's a demeaning ever witnessed. task. Uh, when but we did it, they came in one at a time. No, this was it was five of them. He had to pick and then afterwards they had this pair of thongs and said, go have a shower, the communal shower. Oh, God. And he's like, nah, not doing it. I'm done. 
I'm not putting on the communal thongs. No, I literally said, here's a communal, no, go to the communal shower, here's some, here's some thongs to wear. Well, you know, that's, a, that's surely only foot rot, though. Like, no one's spending themselves in the shower. Because they haven't got to the business that they're Maybe. actually there for yet. The shower would be the cleanest part. You would, and that's not clean. Well, that's At a place like that. I don't know. <laughs> would, you, would you have put those thongs on and gone to that shower? Well, if I've gone that far, like if I was in that moment of being committed and I've already handed over the debit card, <laughs> you know, like... But would you be charged? That'd be some sort of fee for cancellation fee. <laughs> um, call out uh, call out fee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Homer Badman. So they realise immediately that it's not going to be what he thought. It's going to be very bad. Pretty much, him. yes. <laughs> She was a university honors student who devoted her life to kids until the night a grossly overweight pervert named Homer Simpson gave her a crash course in depravity, babysitter, and the beast. Aw, crap. Somebody had to take the babysitter home. Then I noticed she was sitting on her sweet can. I grab her sweet can. Oh, just thinking about her can. I just wish I had her sweet, 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 sweet can. So, Mr. Simpson, you admit you grabbed her can. What do you have to say in your defense? Mr. Simpson, your silence will only incriminate you further. No, Mr. Simpson, don't take your anger out on me. Get back, get back. M- Mr. Simpson, no! Dramatization may not have happened. Dramatization may not have happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's the best part. <laughs> uh, and you get a, a, a sort of visual gag here that kids these days probably won't understand the pause Oh, yeah, and the, right. The, the and like the videotape lines running yeah, across it. Yeah, that wouldn't happen anymore. Yeah. yeah. Homer suggests that they should move under the sea. Great music. It is, well, you know, it's taken from one of the most Little famous Mermaid. songs of yeah. all time. Yeah. But Homer just eats all the all the fish and Marge says, we are not, I don't care. I love that this is his solution to everything. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> uh, more news channels then start arriving because mm. Marge says, it could blow over. Yeah. So, nothing, nothing ever blows, blows over for me. Um, Car blows over. <laughs> so, and this is where it really takes off into the media firestorm. Yeah, um, oxygen of, tent, sexual. Yeah, powers. like news cameras camped out on the lawn, helicopters, all that sort of stuff. Um, and I've, I've never you, met you him, mentioned, never met yeah, him. your favorite part, like talk shows talking about him. It's, like, it's the best. I've never met him with Simpson. I don't know him, but I'm sorry, I can't go on. <laughs> Reminded me of the Shane Warne scandal when Shane Warne was yeah. um, cheating on his wife and obviously, yes, he had had sex with a number of women but he shouldn't well. have. But then you hear like what feels like 300 people coming forward going, oh, he had sex with me too. He yeah. had sex with me too. Oh, he had sex with me. It was awful. Oh, oh, I'll have sex with him again though. It was fun. But like they just fucking come from the woodwork to get on TV. Yeah. And the cameraman, or the, not the cameraman, the stations don't give a shit because the more people they have on air talking about, oh, yes, he had sex with me, the more time they get to talk about Shane Warne had sex with someone that wasn't his wife. Yes. How many people did he have sex with besides his wife? Oh, lots. <laughs> Quite a few. Certainly more than anyone should have sex with people that aren't their wives. Exactly right. Which is seven for people that are curious. <laughs> That's the cutoff. Gentle Ben, which was meant to be a take on how no one with talent would ever host these things. Oh, really? To, you don't need to have talent. So you just, just, you just need a to bear with a microphone. It's a microphone and an audience. <laughs> That's all you need. That's pretty funny. I just love Ben and mauling everyone. <laughs> yes. No, Ben, no. <laughs> and then falling backwards <laughs> into the crowd. <laughs> portrait of an ass grabber. Oh, portrait of an ass gr- Yes. That That's was what I thought the movie oh, was okay. called. I think the, the rock bottom was the ba- babysitter and the beast. Yeah, okay. Yes, gotcha. Yeah. So, so this is what confused Portrait of an ass grabber. And now we return to Fox Night at the Movies, Homer's Portrait of an Ass Grabber, starring Dennis Franz. Ooh, portrait. Sounds classy. We didn't get the live coverage. Oh, yes, the live coverage. So this is one of my other favorite lines. Um, possibly harassed. Yeah. <laughs> they put the cat out. Possibly because it was harassed. Yes. We don't know. <laughs> He's literally- That's another great word in news, actually. Possibly. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Allegedly. Like, yeah. you Allegedly can, gets thrown you around You can a lot. say whatever the hell you want. And get away with it, like apparently. Um. Okay, here we go. Donald Trump. One. No, let's not go. Donald Trump. That's too obvious. It's too obvious. Too yeah. obvious. Um. Who's someone that's uh, who's who's done something wrong in the news? Gary Ablett is um allegedly has allegedly signed a deal at Geelong for two years. 
for $850,000. Is something wrong? Geelong. Uh, no, not necessarily wrong. <laughs> okay. um, Geelong have to pay out the Gold Coast contract and they're also going to give up both Stephen Motlop and Daniel Menzel. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Done. There we go. Put, that'll be on the news tomorrow. It's not true. It's just what I've heard. Yeah. And if it's wrong, well, shit, it was what I heard. Or, you know... Like, what, you th- I wouldn't make it up. No, obviously my source was wrong, but I was right. You know what I hate it when reporters say, don't quote me. Like, well, don't fucking report on it. Well, don't say it. Don't say it. Yeah. If, you don't, if you don't think it's true, don't fucking You're say it. You're a reporter, it. not a speculator. Yes. That's our job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also get the rotating in his own juices. Yes. <laughs> that reminded me, again, uh, to... to Bring up a sports analogy for Australians. That reminded me of Tony Gregg with the weather ball. Like, oh, yeah. but it happens all the time with commentators in general on all sports across the I world. I miss him checking the pitch with the key. It was pretty great. But on all sports coverage everywhere, they will come up with a great new bit of technology that the on-air talent has no idea how to use. Oh, <laughs> cricket, cricket is the front runner for that. Cricket is great. Tenor, for it. Tennis, maybe. Uh, Tennis the, is pretty simple, they, though. They've worked out the, the ball of the line thing. Yeah. Now. Tennis does Hawkeye better than anyone yeah. else. But, like, telestrators and that sort of thing, like, YouTube is littered with people having a hard time with the telestrator. Telestrator? I think, yeah. I the bit you where you draw on the yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, th- that was pretty much what I was thinking of. Like, And it Brock was like, now I'm new to this technology, but, yeah. Then Homer's pretty much given up everything. Mm-hmm. He said, there's no one here, no one here in the world to help me. Then and then his friends come up. Yeah. And... This is a great... It's almost like it's a wonderful life. And they play the music too to make you think that they're there yeah, to help Yeah, it's going to be swelling. Yeah. We got the real dirt on Homer <laughs> and the bidding starts at 10 Gs. 10 Gs. I bid 10 Gs. 10 5 Gs. <laughs> it's such a mo thing to do, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> He's like the leader of them all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was great too. So Homer wants a hug mm-hmm. and the family are hesitant. Yes. Because everything they've heard about him has been awful for days. And it's come from someone they've trusted. Yeah, or something they've trusted. Yes. yes something. This actually reminded me, for um, anyone out there that hasn't seen it, track down and watch The Night Of, which was an HBO show uh, ran on Foxtel in Australia. The Night Of. The Night Of. Starring John Turturro, Riz Ahmed, and Michael K. Williams, who you'll recognise as Omar from The Wire. Hmm. Omar coming. Uh, it's, so, some Wire alumni... Um, were produced and showrunners directed all that sort of stuff but it is one of the best TV shows I've seen in the last few years I haven't watched The The Night Of sorry The Night Of yeah I haven't watched The Deuce yet is the only thing I was saying I imagine that's going to be fantastic Guys said it's amazing yeah and it was done by the um, uh, Dave Simon who did The Wire of course that's why it's great but anyway The Night Of does this thing where in the same way with Homer and that sort of stuff where I was watching it and I thought I believed something about someone and then, no matter how much I believed it, I kept getting shown circumstantial things or opinionated things, and it started to make me twist my opinion away from that. And it was—it's a really fascinating way to to watch how easily you can be influenced by what other people are saying, yep. rather than actual facts. Yeah. The kids start hugging the television. Well, they trust the television because the TV spent more time raising them than Homer. Had. <laughs> yeah. Well, and fair enough too. Are you hugging the TV? No. No. Nope. Great setup for the end of the episode. Yeah. Come back from commercial. Get a Letterman impression, which we don't get very yes. often. And, and the really s- number one reference I am running into the ground is Homer Simpson. Not a very good impersonation of David. Not bang on on the voice, Didn't, no. No. But it does. Visually. It, it like kind of gets the mannerisms and, yeah, the fact that he would just belt phrases over yes. and over and over again. But I loved it. The Bumblebee Man. Uh, oh, yeah. What was his He doesn't actually speak a language. He just says molesto or something. Maya molestado. Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly. Hey, you're Maya molestado. Homer Simpson. <laughs> you know exactly what he's implying. <laughs> then Homer. What I liked here. The underwear on the antenna of the television. Yes. The, I loved that <laughs> element as well. I wrote that same thing down. He's tidy white. He's a throat off. Yeah. And they're on the TV. <laughs> and that is fine. We don't get antennas on TVs anymore. No, like the bunny ears. Yeah, yeah. No. But it's just uh, it's just a visual of just socks and... It's undies. just a disheveled man. Yeah, he's the, broken. Yeah. Pizza box. Yeah. He clearly hasn't left the hasn't room Hasn't left the room. Yeah. Does not care anymore. So he's watching improv. Well, I don't know what, what live at the Evening something. at the improv. Evening and we get the improv, yeah. Mr. E.T. Yep. Um, just basic hack comic. Yes. Marge and, Ho- uh, Marge and the kids suggest public access television to get his message across and hmm. prove that he is innocent. He takes that under advice or under advisement and... I like the fact that when he's on there trying to clear his name, he confesses to still being a jerk. Yes. Like, uh, or Marge has to sort of cut yeah, him off. Pull him off. But yeah. Setting up later. Hey, so you don't like the big bikes, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Two calls, most ever. No, Janice doesn't live here. And yes, I am interested in long-distance <laughs> phone Very calls. Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Homer is then making homemade Prozac. Mm. Oh, this is this is that's just before the old time bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. Willie arrives and yes. he is here to save Homer, much like in Treehouse of Horror Five. Yeah, he is actually. Yeah, Willie's a very noble character for yes. the most part, apart from the filming couples in cars. Yeah. But every <laughs> single Scottish person does exactly, it. Exactly right. <laughs> he can't help it. He reveals, as you said, he films people. You know, the courts might not work anymore, but as long as everybody is videotaping everyone else, justice will be done. They then go and they show the babysitter, and she agrees that she made a mistake. And fair play to her, too. Yes. She's like, oh, okay. I've seen... Yes. She sees the evidence, sees reason, and goes, okay, we're... We're cool. We're square. Yes. Rock Bottom then clear his name as much as well as all the other things that they've got wrong recently. There's a long list of mistakes. Yes, it's going to be my final words for this podcast. The so entire thing. Don't spoil it. Yes. Have you had some screenshots? Yes. So you actually sat there screenshot by screenshot? Transcribed, yes. I bleed for my fans. I'm sure there's an easier way. <laughs> there's got to be. I don't know. Look, if, if you can find an easier way to find information in this day and age, I'd like to hear it. Exactly right. <laughs> then Rock Bottom do their story on Willie. The rowdy Roddy. Rowdy Roddy. Peeper. <laughs> Not enough Roddy, ra- uh, Rowdy Roddy. Oh, Jesus. Rowdy Roddy Piper references in my day. Yeah, he's passed life. away. There should be more of them. Yeah. Yeah. Homer, listen to the music. He's evil. <laughs> <laughs> what would Willie be like? I've come here to film people having sex in cars and chew gum, and I'm all out of gum. That's a great line. That is a great line. Like, it could be adapted to anything. Yeah. <laughs> I've I'm come here to kick gum. ass yeah. and chew bubble gum. <laughs> I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> Homer clearly hasn't learned anything and then ends with him hugging the TV. Yes. So Good episode. Great episode. Really, really strong. And I, like I said, I like the fact that it's different. This has got one foot in the Simpsons grounded in reality and discussing social issues camp and it's got another foot in the over-the-top visual comedy camp. Completely agree. What did we learn, Palmer? So what did you learn from the episode, Mitch? Um... Dando, my friend, I didn't learn a thing. <laughs> I was going to use that. I thought you might take it. I've got, uh, ask politely before removing candy from one's ass. Uh, yeah. Well, yes, absolutely. You point that shit out. <laughs> Excuse me, madam. Is that a freckle or a Malteser? Jamil! <laughs> Jamil is here! Ooh. So now it's time for the mailbag. I tried to remove a hair from someone once. From which location? Um, Like chin. Okay. Like, um, girl that I did, worked with. Did you rip it? Oh, why did look she have like, hair on her chin? It looked like an eyelash. And I gave it the old, oh, I just need to, you've got an eyelash. Oh, that's attached. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What happened? Well, well, she took it in very good humor. Thank God. Jesus. Um, she actually still reminds me of it to this day. Well, uh, she's still got the hair there. No, no, no. It reminds me of the incident. She knows that, like, I was more embarrassed about it than she was. So she finds great joy in bringing it up for me and, um. Never again. It's like pregnancy now. That like Don't you never ask, ask until they nev- told you. Yeah, no, you never ask if a woman's pregnant. Never ask if never offer to remove a hair. Have you been there? They're with the some- two rules. Have you been there with someone's ask somebody about being pregnant when they're not pregnant? Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. Girl that I worked uh, no, another girl that I worked with was not pregnant and had a number of people ask like, Oh, when are you due? Um, ironically, about two months, three months later, fell pregnant. Then when she started to show again, people too afraid to ask. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> So what questions have we got for the mailbag this week, Mitch? Um, yeah, do this on the fly this week, Dando, because something decided not to. Whilst Mitch gets the questions up, send your questions through to mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au or my two cents stories or Simpsons in Real Life story or you just want to mm-hmm. contact us for any reason at all, mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au. We do read all the emails that come through. We do. Um. Also, just before I read the mailbag, we should point out that we have a book that is coming up that is mm. currently available for pre-order for Everywhere. people in Australia and the UK. It is also online on Amazon.com. We don't know the exact delivery dates yet of what's going on in the States. Again, a- Amazon is saying December 5th, but don't quote us on that. No. Um, <laughs> allegedly, December 5th for the hardback in America. But the point is... The book is coming. The book is available. The yes. book will be out for you all soon, and we would really desperately love it if you could jump on and pre-order a copy. Yeah, more particularly, better. particularly if you are in the UK and Australia, because do a favor for our American listeners. The more pre-orders you get, the more likely the American guys are going to go. Shit, we need to get in on that action. So you're going to love the book. I promise. It's going to be fantastic. We are doing a book launch as well in Geelong. Details for that will be shared very soon on our Facebook page within the next week or so. That'll be up. Um, but we put a lot of effort into the book, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, the book launch is I, going to come out 
the book launch is going to happen after the book is out. So Dando and I will be on hand if people are in Geelong or if you're from Melbourne or you can make it to Geelong or whatever it may be, pop along, meet us, say hello, we'll sign autographs for you, we'll have a drink with you, we'll do whatever. It's going to be a really, really big night, really, really great party and we would love to have you there. 100%. The book's got uh, exclusive interviews with cast and crew that you guys guess yes. There's going to be information in this book that you've never read anywhere else before. Yeah, like they're, 100%. It's, yes. It's not like we jumped online and researched we did a lot of that as well, but there's a, there's a lot of stuff in here that you just haven't heard anywhere else. Yeah, we picked out... Uh, and will not hear anywhere else. Each season, we picked out our favorite episodes and we did full mm-hmm. reviews on them. Plus, we did sort of in-depth conversations, didn't we, on yeah. each season. Yeah. Just, we cover everything about the first nine seasons of the season and beyond. And beyond. That's a great book. Not everything about beyond, but we cover everything about the first nine yes. and then most of beyond. Yes. <laughs> a, a bit of beyond. <laughs> a sampling of beyond. Yes. We need to leave ourselves room to write a second book. Of course. Say. Yeah. That's why we need the more pre But that's now, not to say so that you're not getting... Great value in the first one. It's going to be a fantastic read. My phone turned off. Uh, Dennis Latart writes in, Hey guys, big fan from Canada listening to you. Uh, He listens to us every day. Cool. So obviously doubling up or just listening to us in small pieces. Five minutes at a time. Um, uh, Dennis builds minivans over there, which is kind of interesting. From scratch? um, Well, presumably. He constructs vehicles. He says, Your podcast helps me get through the day, my day of building minivans. Fair enough. Um... I'd like to think from material, like from non-regular materials, like he builds them out of egg cartons and... Uh, macaroni. Yes. <laughs> macaroni <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> what were the seatbelts we made of? Glue on... Square gl- Strasbourg? Glue on sparkles. Um, <laughs> but they still work. This is the thing. They're completely functional. It's like Mr. Fusion. You can put in rubbish and stuff into the engine and it drives because I, I feel like Canada is a very... Econ- uh, not economic, uh, environmental country. I mean, snow bears and that sort of stuff, they need to look after it. And Dennis is the leading force behind environmentally sound minivans you, in Dennis. Canada. Allegedly. Don't quote me on that. Okay. His question they wanted to ask us is, is there an episode of any show that you can't bring yourself to watch again, not because it's a bad episode, but because of how it makes you feel? The, the Simpsons or just any... Any show in general. Yeah, okay, okay. So for him... Um, Jurassic Park. Watched I was it about once. To say Jurassic Park, Futurama. I can't do it anymore. You can't go back there anymore. Even though I know that they went back and fixed that error on their behalf, like they had uh, huh? what's his name? Error by having the dog die. I don't think that's an error. It's a bold. It's a it, it's a very bold move. It was yeah. yes, but it, it, for me, it just it upset me so much. Okay. But, so what's it? Seymour is it the dog's name. Seymour. They later in later seasons. He got brought back to life, which okay. was kind of I guess pussying out of their decision a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad they did it because I just it just made you feel better. Oh, it, just, it did. You okay. know, I think it's because it was a dog. Yeah, even though it was a cartoon animated dog, it's a dog. Yeah. Um. Well, that that's that's a ballsy move on their behalf. If I was to try and think of something that would come up, that'd be like, oh, I don't know if I can handle this again. But it's not just because it makes you upset, because you hate it, because it makes you angry. No, it's more about because of how it made you feel. Uh, but but ang- anger or being sad. It just says how it makes you feel, but okay. I feel like using Jurassic Bark as an example means it's more Sad. about sadness. It's not about a show that I watched while well, I'm not watching that again. Well, this could have spoilers, but um, I probably won't mention that because we got in trouble last time we mentioned people dying on certain shows. Okay. For me, there's a, a moment in The Wire that's tough to watch. This is the show yeah. I think. <laughs> oh, really? That's the show I think. There's a particularly brutal beatdown of yes. someone in an alley. And... It is raw and confronting. Didn't deserve and it. it. Just go- oh, maybe. Did, did, but not for... Not like that. No. But it just goes and goes and goes and holds nothing back. And it was a moment where I watched once. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it's gratuitous and I don't think it's over the top. I feel like it fits the storyline and it's very important for Michael's growth that he stood by and watched, watched that without happen, actually yeah. flinching. Um, but it was fucking hard to go back and watch again a second time. But halfway through... You- I still did, because I'm a tough bastard. But-, but halfway through it, though, you're sort of thinking, is this going to stop? Yeah, like, it, at the point that most TV shows would cut away... Cut the break. It doesn't. No. <laughs> it just hammers yeah. away. Um, outside of that, trying to think of anything that's made me really sad and I can't go back and watch again. I don't think there's much in that regard. Um, oh, no, you know what? And again, slight spoilers. West Wing... Have you seen The West Wing? Have you watched any of it? Not as much. No, first season. Okay. The end, uh, second to last episode of season two, 
Mrs. Landingham. Oh, you've mentioned this before. Who is like the receptionist? She's spoiler she sits, alert. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. The show came out yeah. fifteen years ago. So, you know, sorry, guys. But Mrs. Landingham uh, dies in the show, and it's done so painfully. Like she, the she'd been for the first time, I think ever. She's going to buy a new car or something like that. Um, and she's like, she's proud of herself. She saved up for it. She saved for ages. And the president, like everyone is making a big deal about this car. It's like, did you get the tint protection? Did you get this? Did you get that? They're like, I bought this car on my own. I'm going, I'll be fine. And then it's off camera. Like, she, you know, you don't see her for the second half of the episode. And the very end, Charlie picks up the phone, gets the, oh, oh, okay. And then hangs up and just delivers so simply. Mrs. Lanningham was hit by a car at an intersection at 18th and Potomac and she's dead. And, it's just the biggest gut punch, and you know it's because she's such a sweet woman. And it's just that—that that is a moment that you're like, I—I I don't want to live through that again. Yep. But it does lead into a fucking amazing episode the next time around, which I think is always good. If you're gonna have that big, brutal moment, you've got to then back it up with something uplifting and and affirm it, uh, affirmifying. I don't know if that's a word, but I'm going. With I it. will say that the I know I know this is exactly what happens in the comics, but Glenn dying on The Walking Dead. Oh yeah, that's rough. That death put me off of the show. I have not watched it since. Not be- not just because of that reason. The one- the main reason was because the show's so repetitive now that I'm just bored of it. But that I just felt that they the way they had him still alive in front of his pregnant wife. Mm. I just thought it's a bit much. I'm done. I'm Fair. actually I'm I'm done. I liked it. I'll be honest, but I I, I, I liked the balls. I was like, "Whoa, yeah. Jesus, you're going there." Oh, that's okay, a, that's exactly how it looks in the comics. Yeah, like that death. But I sort of thought, "Yeah, I'm, I'm done with this now. I yeah. don't I don't need." To I watch can this understand anymore. that turning people off, but I mean, you just said that it's become repetitive. Like that was one of the moments where, for me, I'm like, "Oh shit, that's made itself stand out." Yeah. So like, I but then it goes that. back to being the same thing again. I was like, yeah. Yeah, it does a little bit, but yeah, whatever. I'm still with it. Are you still watching it? Yeah. So what are what county or whatever group are they fucking up now? They're still in war with Negan. So that's like he's a bad dude, yeah, and then he becomes a good dude. Don't don't give I'm that joking. away. <laughs> My <laughs> Godfather, uh, Kevin. What, you think that Negan becomes a good dude? Come on, dude. <laughs> well, he's Bruce Wayne's father. <laughs> uh, Kevin ne- uh, <laughs> Kevin Negan. Kevin Griffin writes in. Uh, we were talking about Benfolds um, and whether or not we'd be able to get him to play the monorail. Mono- Monorail, Monorail song at one of his paper playing gigs. Mm. Uh, Kevin just wrote in with a great little bit of Ben Fold's improv that I liked the story of, so I thought, why not share it? A um, couple of years ago, Kev saw him play in Dublin, and in a fit of mischief, five or six of his friends decided that during the first lull between songs, sort of like, you know, it's normally third, fourth, or fifth song when the audience dies down and there's a little gap. Um, he, this is what they did. I, I, I won't read it the way he writes it because I don't want to give it away. The lull happens. They quietly counted themselves in, and in unison, like a choir of tipsy uh, crows, started, We built this city. <laughs> so, something like in no way, in absolutely no way related to Ben Folds. Mr. Folds, <laughs> I like, still at his piano, turned to us, yelled, Shit, yes, and started jamming along with them. That's so good. So, isn't it? I love that. Like, just instantly, and I love that moment of, like, Shit, yes. Yeah. <laughs> So there's a fair chance that yes, uh, we probably will be able to get him to play. You have to be song. so confident in your talent to be able to go out on the stage and not know what you're going to play. Oh yeah, it's uh, it, yeah, huge balls and your memory, like yeah, you know, massive back catalogue song to remember the chords and lyrics and all that sort of stuff. I did hear a recording of him the other day doing a song, Gracie, which is about his daughter, and in the opening verse, I reckon it might have been three or four lines in. He completely forgot the lyrics. So then he just improvised a brand new song about his daughter <laughs> that went for three and a half minutes and was probably, I won't say better than the first, but it was amazing. It did enough. Yeah. yeah. It was it was pretty goddamn brilliant. We've got a Simpsons-related question here at all? Who's mailbag this week, Mitch? Um, God, picky. Picky, picky, picky. <laughs> Who would have thought that Dana would want a Simpsons-based question? Okay. I was listening to one of your recent... Uh, sorry. <laughs> Names. This is from Tim McFarlane. Long-time listener, second-time emailer. I was listening to one of your recent podcasts and you touched on how The Simpsons were responsible for popularizing the word meh. Hmm. It got me thinking about other phrases from the show that have made their way into our everyday vocabulary. For example, last week I overheard a workmate using the phrase, So long, suckers. I later found out that he wasn't aware that the phrase originated on The Simpsons. Did it? I- Certainly, um, I don't know if it originated, but I mean, yeah, let's, let's go with yes, yeah. popularized. Uh, would it be, uh, 
Tim would be interested if there were, we knew or if listeners know of any other phrases from the show that have made it into our everyday life. Yoink. Yeah, I'll give you a yoink. Um, simple one when I answer the phone. Yellow. Yeah. Pronouncing hello with a mm yeah. That's two. That's that's all you asked for? Two? Well, you asked for a couple, but <laughs> listeners can write in as well. Um, any other f- discount.com.au. Yeah, I might try to... Um, let's, we'll do some research and we'll see if we can find some others. Okay, cool. But there we go. Mailbag for this week, done and dusted. Done and dusted, because I need to pee. Let's plug Patreon once more before we head off. What can people get available on this month, Mitch? Uh, warm, fuzzy feelings from knowing that they've helped out a couple of guys who are spending a shitload of their time away from their wives recording a podcast for them each week. Yes, and buying equipment. They cost a lot of money. But uh, we've got a top 10 horror movies podcast, our one-hour plus review of It. Mm-hmm. With Which Gl- will become a relatively regular yeah. let's say quasi regular feature that when um when we can get together with guy we'll sit well, down and do some movie well, reviews guys we we guys keen to start a movie podcast so if we can get enough interest then we could turn this into something quasi regular <laughs> and we've also got I like to use the word quasi also got a review of Homer's enemy which is the episode with Frank Grimes for those of you playing at home mm-hmm. so Mitch I I know you've got some final words for the listeners but uh before you read them out, go cats! Well, that soured my mood. You've ruined my <laughs> intro. You always give me the same. Any final words lead in, and uh, now you've thanks given for the review. I've had a bad man. Thanks for listening, guys. Any final words for the listeners, Mitch? Before we let them go. People's Choice Award is America's Greatest Honor. Styrofoam is not made from kittens. The UFO is a paper plate. The nerds on the internet are not geeks. The word cheese is not funny in and of itself. The other, f- the older Flanders boy is Todd, not Rod. Lyndon B. Johnson did not provide the, vo- the voice of your sanity Sam. If you are reading this, you have no life. That hurts. Ro- uh, Roy Rogers was not buried inside his own horse. The other UFO was an upside-down salad spinner. Our universities are not hotbeds of anything. Mr. Dershowitz did not literally have four eyes. Our viewers are not pathetic, sexless food tubes. Audrey Hepburn never weighed over 400 pounds. The Cheers gang is not a real gang. Saltwater does not chase the thirsties away. Licking an electrical outlet will not turn you into a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger. Cats do not eventually turn into dogs. Bullet do not bounce <laughs> off fat guys. Recycling does not deplete the ozone. Everything is 10% fruit juice. The flesh-eating virus does not hide in ice cream. Janet Reno is evil. V8 juice is not one-eighth gasoline. Ted Koppel is a robot. Women aren't from Venus and men aren't from Mars. Flice does floss. Quail is familiar with common bathroom procedures. Bart is bad to the bone. Godfrey Jones' wife is cheating on him. The Beatles <laughs> haven't reunited to enter the kickboxing competitions. The bug on your TV screen can see into your home. Everyone on TV is better than you, and the people who are writing this have no life! Go, cats! Shh.